neighbor and welcome to the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. I am Big Batista along with Nathan Jones and we're transmitting live from 102.3 FM, truthfm.tv in Hollandale, Florida. So we pray that you stay tuned to our program and also be part of it. Our local number is 305-992-9537. For those of you that will be able to be part of the program, you're more than welcome to call in or text in with your questions or comments as well as those of you watching us live. Via twitcasting.tv as well as twave.tv and our various networks. You can block there your questions or your comments or prayer requests that you may have. Well, today we have an exciting program for you as we're going to be looking at Revelation chapter 18 as we continue to look at God's mighty angels and today the fall of Babylon. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for this opportunity to study your word with Pastor Vic and T-Wakes and Lord, all those who are listening and watching, Lord, we just praise you for people, Lord, who have a heart for your word and pray that you'll speak through us. Open up the, our revelation so that we may understand you, Lord, and your purposes for the world and in our lives. In your precious and wonderful name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Again, you're tuning into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones, as we look at God's Mighty Angels in Revelation chapter 18. And today's program is sponsored by Calvary Chapel Aventura and Calvary Chapel Broward, as well as the Truth Will Set You Free Ministry. You can find more information here on T-Way regarding these ministries and the events. And also, we're looking for prayer partners. We're always in need of prayer partners. So if you would like to be one of those, reach out to us and let us know as we need all the prayers that we can get for our guests here and also for our programs and that technology as well. So we'd love to include some of you to, as being part of our prayer partner family. So we thank you for tuning in. And also, of course, we want to encourage you to hear, uh, to keep uh, tuned in here during the weeks for the various programs, such as The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Radio Edition, The House of Prayer, On the Dial, and The Pastor's Perspective with myself and my wife on Friday. So we'd love for you to join us for those different programs. But before we continue, I'm going to welcome Nathan Jones to our program. Nathan, it's great to have you on. Hey, great to be on, brother. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I, uh, I've been having such a great time with your ministry, Dr. Reagan, Lemon Lion, and just the incredible, incredible things that is going on over there, Nathan. So how was your week so far? Are you getting some rest after the conference? <laughs> well, we've had our giant uh, annual conference that Lemon Lion Ministry hosts, and it was a great blessing. I think it was awesome to cover Chapel Aventure and other churches and individuals who have to watch via live stream. And so yeah, this is the week where we follow up. You know, we, we, <laughs> we basically gutted our ministry to bring all our equipment. Now we got to put it all back and, and count and, and change websites and do all sorts of stuff. But uh, what a blessing, man. We had about uh, 850 people, which is much as the facility would hold. And uh, on live streaming at 8,000 streams. Praise so, God. a lot of people watching. So praise the Lord because it really edified them and blessed them. That people grew in the relationship with the Lord. Nathan, and we were so blessed. And also, Nate, maybe someone missed it and they're jealous now because you're saying all this. And they're like, man, I wish I would have caught it. What can they do about it? Well, people go to our website at lamblion.com. Uh, if you scroll down on the, uh, the website a little bit, in the middle of the page, we now have the button there. And people can click the watch live streaming button and it'll take them to the stream. <clears throat> they can watch our speakers like our own Dr. David Reagan, uh, Bob Russell, Kelly Shackelford of the Liberty Institute, Tim Wildman, Evangelist Al Gist, and uh, we also have some interviews where we go behind the scenes and interview a few people and discuss with them about uh, what the speaker said about their ministry. So yeah, and those will be up all the month of July 2015 where people can... Um, afterwards, we'll have a DVD offering and people can buy it on DVD. 
Super. Thank you, Nathan. For those of you that are watching us live via twave.tv, I'm just highlighting that right there so you can catch that link and that button and make sure that you guys uh, check it out. And Nathan, we were so informed and blessed by that conference. So we want to encourage anyone watching or listening, you don't want to miss it. It was really, really uh, a blessed, blessed conference. So thank you for sharing. Now, of course, Nate, uh, maybe someone is not too familiar with the ministry. Any other ways that they can get a hold of you and also your materials? Well, again, our, our website at landline.com has all our material. It has our publishing show, Christ and Prophecy, which is seen all over the world. We have articles, newsletters, sign up for social networks, blogs. Uh, we've got it all there. But if folks want to call into the ministry, uh, we do have a number listed on the website as well. But uh, I would recommend folks go to landline.com. Yes. And there they can find all the information about it. Excellent. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. Well, I'm so excited uh, for you guys and all that God is doing and the wonderful work there through uh, Dr. Reagan. We're praying for his wife as he did share that she's still not doing very well with her health. And I wanted to, uh, as we begin, Nathan, maybe I can pray for uh, her real quick. We appreciate that. Yeah, Dr. Reagan's wife has been failing both physically and mentally over the last few years. And it's a, a great burden on him to be able to still minister and minister to her. Um, yes. So let's pray. Father, we do thank you for Dr. Reagan. And Lord, we pray for his wife. In the name of Jesus, we pray for a miraculous healing on her body. Take away any pain or discomfort, Father God, because we know what a distraction it is to the ministry and to us when our family members are not doing well, especially our wives. So we pray for her in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, uh, Nate, for giving us that opportunity to pray, and uh, we'll continue to pray. So, Nathan, there seems to be a number of things in the news with Texas. You guys are always in the front pages. I think you're taking over the front page from Israel now. <laughs> well, with the presidential election coming up, of course, our own uh, former Governor Rick Perry jumped in. And, uh, of course, a lot of political and stresses uh, are in the state. Forbes voted Texas, the number one state to move to again. And everybody, especially from California, seems to be moving here. Yes. That's changing the demographics. So, yeah. Texas has been in the, in the news a lot, and I, I think especially since our governor and our attorney general are both such strong Christians, yes. they've made a strong stand on the ballot against well, a lot of what we've been seeing coming out of the federal government lately. That is, you know, Nathan, we got to thank the Lord for those God-fearing individuals in government, and that's why we need to continue to pray for them according to Romans chapter 13. I, I love that, what you just said about your governor, you know? Well, praise the Lord, yeah. Governor Abbott uh, is a man of God, and he wants the state to stand for what's right, and so far we've seen everything coming out of the federal government lately. It's just been nothing but bad news and uh, very evil ones. So I don't know what the states are going to do about it. Uh, it's, it's a difficult time, a very difficult time, I believe, for our country. Well, thank you, Nathan. And we want to say to our listeners and those that are viewing, please pray for those in government. I'm excited also, Nathan, for the governor of Florida. He's also a Christian. I uh, had an opportunity to uh, be at a, at a speaking engagement he had here uh, a, a number of months back. And he also just passed a law in Florida regarding the whole um, same-sex marriage that we are not uh, required to do that because that is unconstitutional. So it's a protection act here for the pastors uh, in, in Florida. So I thought that was nice. Well, praise the Lord. I know in Indiana, I mean, they were the 22nd state to do it, but yet they got all the flack for, for creating <laughs> religious liberty. It's a shame that we live in a day and age where yeah, we have to yeah. actually create laws to protect the laws that we have. And uh, yes. one thing that's interesting is that as we get into Revelation 18, we'll see where this is all going. Excellent. There is an inevitable conclusion to this. 
Nathan, that is a great point, and what a great intro as we move into Revelation chapter 18. Of course, those who have been watching and listening, they know that we covered uh, Revelation chapter 17, talking about the great harlot, the great whore, and you, you, you nicely brought us through that chapter. Nate, before we move to chapter 18, would you be able to give us maybe a quick synopsis of chapter 17 there, what we were looking at? Well, chapter 17 and 18 of Revelation involves a mystery. She's called uh, Mystery Babylon, the harlot. We're given an image of a woman who is, is drunk on the blood of the saints. She rides this beast, which is the Antichrist world system. And the Antichrist and his kings will hate her and kill her uh, midway through the tribulation. Yes. And uh, so that's, the question is, what is this system? And uh, many Bible prophecy scholars believe that the mystery of Babylon is a one-world ecumenical, in other words, all the religions, Hold hands and sing Kumbaya together mm -hmm. for three and a half years of the first half of the tribulation. But the Antichrist and his false prophet, Antichrist, wants Satan worship. And so in the middle of the tribulation, he kills this harlot Babylon system and sets up the worship of himself, which for the remaining three and a half years of the seven year tribulation becomes the world religion. Mm, excellent, excellent. Thank you, Nathan. And now, of course, as we get into chapter 18, we see another aspect of this great Babylon unfolding. So, Nick, will you be able to take us there through chapter 18, verses uh, 1 to 4 or so, as we continue to look at this incredible subject matter? Okay, yeah. Well, just before we get into it, so people understand what we're reading, we're shifting. We're talking about mystery Babylon as the harlot religion of the first half of the tribulation in Revelation 17. Now, John is going to get a revelation about Revelation 18, which is Babylon the Great, but it's no longer the religious mystery Babylon, but it's Babylon as a name representing the Antichrist uh, political kingdom. Thanks. So first one reads, After these things I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the Great has fallen, has fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk the wine, the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plague. Oof, wow. Nathan, this is very powerful because we notice again the proclamation of these mighty angels that they're bringing forth uh, these events that are beginning, like peeling back, if you will, uh, you know, the truth in terms of what's going to come. And here, this mighty angel, uh, it says, verse 1, that he had a great authority. And we made a distinction between the different angels, uh, Nate, uh, that have been making these proclamations, right? Uh, some were proclaiming uh, uh, the, in the bold judgments, and some were in the trumpet judgments. And here, it seems that this is also another mighty angel. Yeah, as we get through the 72 references to angels in uh, Revelation, which again, I think it's an awesome way of looking at the book of Revelation, Pastor Nick. That's a great idea because it, you realize how much angels are in play here because we're seeing, like you said, the veil is ripped away. We're seeing the spiritual warfare going behind human warfare, human politics. And so God is using these angels as his messengers. They are his servants. And this time he sends yet another angel. And this angel is different than the other angels, other than the description of Jesus earlier. We've got an angel that is almost as magnificent. I don't believe that this is Jesus Christ, because it's not making a comparison to what John saw earlier, right. with Jesus as the Lamb, or as the mighty angel that stood on the waters. But here we've got an angel 
with great authority. Now, could this be Michael the Archangel himself? We don't know. But we know that his authority, he, there's an uh, order, like a military, and you've got your general angels all the way down to your private <laughs> angels, and it's the same thing for the demons. You've got your general agent, Satan, all the way down to your private. And uh, this angel's got great authority and great power, and he is so bright that he illuminates the earth with his glory. Nathan, I love that. And of course, we did have a description of Jesus in Revelation chapter 1, and we talked about his his glory and also. But here I love it because it says uh, he just illuminated uh, the earth. And, and angels are glorious, God's mighty angels. We look in the Old Testament in the book of Daniel, and, and, and uh, we just see how incredible they are. Yeah, I would. Well, it's clearly that this isn't Jesus Christ because John has seen Jesus, like he said, described earlier, and he doesn't say, oh, and, and Jesus came back and said, no, it's another <laughs> angel. But, you know, we get this idea that angels are just a bunch of blonde-haired, curly, curly-haired guys with wings, and they hang out in these white robes, and they look like humans, except for the wings, and it's not true. The uh, Bible describes angels of all sizes, yes. shapes, uh, animals-looking, human-looking, weather uh, forces of nature, they they all take different shapes. Yes. And this one particularly is incredibly luminous and has great authority. Uh, the description of, of Satan uh, back in Isaiah describes him as incredibly beautiful. Uh, right. A morning star, bright, uh, full of jewels, full of color, and, and glorious looking. It, Lucifer means light bearer. And uh, this angel isn't obviously Lucifer or Satan, but he's another one that's illuminated with his glory. Nathan, that is an excellent point that you just made, because we also notice that in the book of Hebrews, it says that some of us have entertained angels unknown to us, right? So I, I think you made an excellent point there. Yeah, you never know when an angel is working behind the scenes. Uh, I've heard many stories, and I experienced one of my own, where it just seemed like somebody came out of the blue, had all the answers, and disappeared. It's like, <laughs> wow, is that, is that a person? Is that a Lord letter? Was that an angel? You know, my father was in a serious car wreck, and uh, a man helped him out of the car wreck when he could barely think and see. By the time the ambulance came there, uh, the ambulance driver, my father was like a semi-conscious, and he said, where's the man on the motorcycle that helped me? And they're like, there was no man on the motorcycle here. So you never know, brother. You wow. never know when God is sending his angels. So uh, mind your manners, right? Mind your manners. So listen, <laughs> I know your dad, when he gets to heaven, this guy's going to pull up in a heavenly Harley, and he's going to say, so you were that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that would be the perfect nature for my father. <laughs> you know, Nathan, talking about that, I just bought a Harley. Don't tell anyone. Oh, did you really? Yeah. You're the cool pastor now. Well, things are getting too expensive. I can't afford hardly a car anymore, so I figured, let me try a motorcycle, right? Wow, you didn't pick a cheap brand, though, brother. I, well, I figure it's like uh, it's quality, and if we hope to use it for God's glory long term in transportation, why not get something decent, right? Hey, and, and fun to drive, well, keep me in prayer, Nathan. I'm doing. I'm taking this a step of faith, and uh, hopefully, I'll have a heavenly Harley to uh, proclaim the gospel around our town. A heavenly Harley and a nervous wife. <laughs> <laughs> but Nathan, as we talk about angels, it's true. Uh, you know, Hebrews uh, chapter thirteen, verse one says, "Let bro let brotherly love continue, and do not forget to entertain strangers, for by so doing." so have unwillingly entertained angels. And I love that story that you just told me about your father, Nathan, because 
angels are very active in our lives. As a matter of fact, they're active today, right? Well, the Bible says that, uh, I believe it's the teaching, right? That the angels are behind the scenes. They're, they're, there's a spiritual warfare going on between God and Satan's forces. Now, obviously, God's the most powerful, and he will win. There's no doubt about it. But uh, as this warfare goes on, uh, it's behind the politics of the world, uh, the interactions of the people. And I'm not saying that we're being controlled like puppets, but that uh, there is a definite other party involved in all that we do. And it's a great battle. And we're seeing a tremendous cultural battle yeah. here in the United States and even in other Western countries around the world. And uh, yes. so, yeah, we never know when we're entertaining angels, but I think if we saw this angel from Revelation 18, we would remember him. Absolutely. Well, Nate, uh, also, you made a good point, and I believe people watching and listening need to recognize a few things here. That what's happening in America and what's happening lately is spiritual warfare. Uh, Satan and his demons are tugging at the hearts of people in power to make the decisions that they're making, Nate. And people need to recognize the only way we're going to win this battle is through prayer. Exactly. Prayer is the, the weapon that we have. Also, standing up for what is right, not backing down. And uh, I believe that what we're seeing is not only the, the, a lot of things that are going on that are being legalized, gay marriage or uh, gay scout leaders and the Boy Scouts, yes. what that isn't necessarily about gay rights, but it's about setting up for religious persecution yeah. and to push Christ and Christianity out of the country. That is the end goal. So don't get sidetracked by the thought of, well, you know, gay can marry, woohoo, and all that. It's not what it's about. It's about removing all traces of Christ and Christianity out of this country so that there's no moral standard and people can live the way they want to. Absolutely. That's an excellent point. And that's why, it, as we've been looking, uh, Nate, uh, through the book of Revelation, we notice the idea is that people do not want to repent of their idolatry, their drug use, and their lifestyles. Uh, not at all. No, they, we're wicked inside. We're evil. They're, all have sin and fall short of the glory of God, as Romans tells us. And we need to remember that. And That's right. So, yes. And here we got the most wicked system of all, Babylon the Great. Not the mother of harlots, as we read in Revelation 17, but a world political system run by King Satan himself through the Antichrist. And that's why, Nathan, you read for us there in verse 2 that this this is going to fall. And this and this angel is proclaiming that in verse 2. Well, once we got past the bold judgments, there's 21 judgments in Revelation, the seals, the trumpets, and then the bowls. And so we're at the end of the tribulation now. And this time for the Antichrist and his religious, not only religious, but here political system to fall. And this angel comes from heaven, and he announces that that's the truth. Babylon is about to go down. And he explains what Babylon is like. Now, Babylon, whether it's an actual physical location, like a rebuilt city in Babylon, uh, in Iraq, where uh, Saddam Hussein, he tried to build Babylon. Right. Uh, whether it's uh, Rome as the capital, or uh, Jerusalem was turned into Babylon, whatever the political entity, the capital city of the Antichrist kingdom is going down. And it's a place to find all throughout the Bible, Babylon is compared to a place of evil, a capital of evil. And here it's no different. It's a dwelling place of the demons. In other words, the demonic world lives there. It's a prison for every foul spirit against demons. It's a cage. Interesting. It's called a cage where it keeps the unclean and hated things. And all the nations, in other words, the people groups who have sworn their allegiance to the Antichrist, it says that they are drunk 
from the fornicating with Babylon, fornicating over sex before marriage, mm-hmm. a breaking of the covenant, in other words, not having a spiritual relationship with the God of the universe, but with Satan and his evil. So they commit fornication with her, and all the merchants of the earth have gotten rich from dealing and doing business with Babylon. We read Revelation 13, remember earlier? Yes. To do business with Babylon means to take a loyalty mark of the Antichrist on the right hand or forehead. Man, Nathan, and today we have such an easy system for merchandising, right? To be able to buy and sell. Uh, I mean, we have Apple Pay, we have PayPal. There's just a world coming together. I mean, today you can make a transaction, Nathan, from Texas in China, right? In seconds. Oh, exactly. Uh, what was it? Uh, Amazon just released now their uh, two-hour shipping. If you make an order and they have a facility nearby, you can get it delivered in two hours. I mean, uh-huh. it's amazing how we can buy and sell nowadays. Well, the Antichrist system that we read in Revelation 13 tells us that, well, you can buy and sell all you want, but you have to swear loyalty to Antichrist. Otherwise, you cannot buy or sell. It'll be tremendously difficult on the Christians and Jews who are in that time period who will refuse to take the mark of the Excellent point. And Nathan, that's why we see that we our economy is headed somewhere. I mean, we're, what, 18 trillion dollars in debt or something that's just the u.s and greece right now we notice an issue there that is stunning when you think that our national debt now equals our national production and that's unsustainable it would take right now 103 years for us to pay off our national debt oh. and it's not just our country uh, sure canada and, and uh, australia are doing making great strides in paying off their debt but we've got the eurozone looking at greece falling and not just greece but also spain and uh, ireland so the European Union and the Euro could fall. The one out of uh, uh, Japan, excuse me, uh, China, they dropped their stock market 30% this week. Wow. And so it was inflated, so it's a big correction. But at the same time, the whole world's economy, based on the dollar, is teetering on the brink of bankruptcy. And we know that the Antichrist, he steps in, the whole of the nation's going to give him power, obviously to fix the problem, likely economic collapse. And he institutes three and a half years into his rule a one-world economic system, which we call the Bible. The Bible calls the beast system. That's right. And you know, Nathan. Interestingly enough, in 2008, we had our market crash and our economy. But uh, here, the Bible says the whole world's economy, Babylon, is going to be falling. Right. Right. When you have one-world economic system, one currency that controls them all, like wow, kind of the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but not one ring control all, but one currency to control it all. And then when the Lord destroys Babylon, destroys the Antichrist capital, destroys the center of commerce for the world, you're right. The people who have gotten rich will have all lost their money. And, of course, by that time period, most of the world will be destroyed by God's judgment. So the people don't even have their money to turn to anymore. Mm. And that's why, Nathan, we come to realize, you know, so many people are building... Uh, with their riches, uh, earthly treasures rather than heavenly treasures. And this is why we encourage anyone watching or listening, hey, there's nothing wrong with riches, there's nothing wrong with having nice things. But remember, the Bible says all this is going to collapse. And we have an opportunity today to make a difference with our resources, with our time, and with our talents uh, to win people for the Lord and, and, and invest in, in heavenly things, right, Nate? Perfectly said, because that's true. We could get rich here, and that's fine. Uh, yeah. God uh, made many men rich in the Bible, but that's not why he wants us to be on this earth. The true riches are the spiritual riches that we lay up in heaven, and that's done by serving other people, by witnessing, by sharing Christ with others, and serving others as Jesus served us. 
And so that's where the real riches are. And Nathan, that's why we, we encourage those that are watching and those that are listening, you know, the greatest riches, riches that anybody can possess is a relationship with Jesus Christ and Him alone. And He is the one that brings true satisfaction and true peace and, and, and true joy. But there's many individuals out there, right, Nathan, they in a sense are bankrupt. Their spiritual economy is falling apart because they don't have a relationship with the Lord. Exactly. I mean, what good is it to gain the whole world but yet lose your soul? You know, and uh, we can have all the money in the world, but if we're spiritually bankrupt, then there's no future for us. There's no future in heaven with Jesus. There's no spiritual rewards in heaven, uh, positions of authority and, and recognition in heaven. There's no service to the Lord. There's no joy in life. Uh, money doesn't bring the joy. That's right. So uh, it brings temporary pleasure. So yes, brother, exactly. We need to be rich spiritually, and we can do that by accepting Jesus Christ as our Savior. And you know, Nathan, it reminds me of what Jesus said in Matthew uh, chapter 6, verse 19, where he said, Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth, for moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal it, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, uh, there your heart will be also. And all those martyred in the tribulation, Nathan, uh, we know where their treasure lies. They lie in Jesus, right? Exactly. There will be those multitudes from every tribe, tongue, and nation who will give their lives to Jesus Christ during the tribulation. And they will be the ones storing up their treasures in heaven. There's a crown for martyrs. There's a, a special crown given to martyrs when they get to heaven. And uh, so they will be the true wealthy people of the tribulation. They might be starving. They might be having trouble getting food. Maybe they'll be right. trading on a black market, a Christian black market. I don't know. But we do know that the Antichrist kingdom, he's the one who's got the money. But spiritually, he's bankrupt. Oh, excellent point, Nathan. What a wonderful way as we get ready to close our, our first segment of the program. And you know, Nathan, what a wonderful reminder. Again, we generally like to uh, encourage everyone listening and watching before we close a segment to come to the Lord. And again, you're tuning into the Truth Will Set Your Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're looking at Revelation chapter 18, God's mighty angel, their, their proclamation of the fallen doom of Babylon. But Nate, again, can we maybe share real quick with someone watching or listening how they can, again, turn to Christ and put their trust in Him and earn those uh, true uh, spiritual riches in heaven? Well, the basic verse that everybody knows, Christian, out of John 3, 16, right? For yes. God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. And when we believe in Jesus Christ as our Savior, when we repent of our sins and ask Him, be our Savior and Lord, then the punishment that was meant for our sin goes on to Jesus Christ. And we stand before the Father, forgiven, holy, and healed. We become inheritors of the promises of God that we will live forever with Him in heaven, in the spiritual riches of God. And so it's so important that people give their lives to Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Nathan. And maybe you're watching and listening. You, and you trusted in Christ for the first time and you're in need of prayer. You can always get a hold of us after the program or text us. And we would love to give you more information regarding this wonderful relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. So we also want to, Nathan, I want to thank you for being part of the first segment of our program. We ran out of time. And it's always a joy to have you on. What a great blessing, brother. We ran out of time way too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but we will be right back. So for those of you watching and listening, we want to encourage you to stay tuned to the second segment of our program. Here, Vic Batista, Nathan Jones. And of course, we'll be right back after the break. But thank you all for tuning in to the program. And I pray for those of you that cannot be tuned in to the second segment. May the Lord bless you and keep you. 
May his face shine upon you. And you guys have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining us. Set Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. I am Dick Batista along with Nathan Jones and we're transmitting live from 102.3 FM, truthfm.tv, Hollandale, Florida, as well as twitcasting.tv and tway.org. And of course, we are continuing in the second segment of our program today as we're looking at Revelation chapter 18, looking at God's mighty angel and the fall of Babylon. And of course, our lines will continue to be open. The local number is 305-992-9537 or 321-END-TIME, 321-363-8463. And of course, you can call in with your questions or your comments, or you can text in your questions or your comments. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for another day. Your day to study your word, Lord, and we just pray to speak through it. Open up our minds and hearts to get to know you better, Lord. Thank you for the blessing of T-Wave and all the broadcasting that it does in order to reach people for Christ in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Nathan. Again, you're tuning to the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones, as we look at Revelation chapter 18, Babylon's Fall. And of course, today's program is sponsored by Capilla Calvario Broward, Calvary Aventura, and the Truth Will Set You Free Ministry. You can find more information here on T-Wave. And of course, we're looking for prayer partners. If you're interested in being one of the prayer partners here for our ministry and our network, we'd love for you to get a hold of us at 305-992-9537 or 321-END-TIME. We need all the prayer that we can get. So we're very excited also for all the wonderful things that God is doing and also here through the programs and the special guests here in our network. But before we continue, I'm going to welcome Nathan Jones to the second segment of our program. Nathan, welcome back. Good to be here, brother. Thanks for having me. And I'm glad you didn't go very far, but you stayed on the other end of the phone line. <laughs> well, this technology, you can be in Miami and I can be in Dallas. And it's like we're uh, right next to each other. Right? Isn't that awesome, Nathan? That's why, you know, that's why I'm so excited because Lamb and Lion has also been doing some incredible things through the use of technology to reach the lost. And maybe someone was not tuned into the first segment of our program. Nathan, talk to us a little bit about this weekend. What took place at Lamb and Lion? Well, uh, Land of Life Ministries is a Bible prophecy teaching ministry. Our mission is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. And our founder and director, Dr. David Reagan, every year holds an annual Bible prophecy conference. This year's theme was Messages for a Rebellious Nation. We had uh, many speakers, including Dr. Reagan, of course. We had uh, Pastor Bob Russell, Evangelist Al Gist, uh, 
lawyer Kelly Shackelford. We had American Family Association, Don Wildman, and uh, lots of guests and tables and hundreds of people there attending in person and then uh, thousands attending online. And uh, well, we just hope that it, its purpose for the conference was to, to shake America up and say, hey, you need to repent, you need to return to Jesus Christ. And so we're hoping that uh, people took that message to heart and repented and returned to the Lord. Nathan, that is that is super cool, and I want to thank you for sharing that. And for those of you that are watching uh, us live, yeah. you can actually uh, check out that here on lamblion.com. And actually, Nathan, I'm just uh, sh real quick showing like a brief little clip, if it's okay with you, for those that are watching us live, uh, uh, one of the Dr. Reagan's as he was opening. Can, can we? Uh, can I show something here and listen in for another quick second, Nate? Please. Just in case someone is watching or listening, check this out. I've been wondering where is Nathan Jones? <clears throat> Nathan is our web minister and has been very helpful to many of you and questions about Bible prophecy and all. Well, Nathan is here, but Nathan's been very busy in the back there uh, talking to people who are watching over the Internet. Uh, last time I walked back there, we had 4,000 people watching over the Internet. So, uh, Nathan, 4,000, but you told me that grew to like eight. It's about 8,000 people now because we have all these videos archived. So yeah, folks can come to our website, landline.com, check it out, homepage, there's a watch button, and they can uh, catch up if they missed any of the conference. And Nathan, I, I, I so enjoyed your behind the scenes doing interviews with people. That was so awesome. Oh, praise the Lord. We wanted to give people who were watching kind of a, the feel that they were there at the conference. You know, there's one thing about being at a conference, being in a church service, it's another thing watching it online. You kind of miss out on some of the features, and we wanted to get people to, to, you know, feel like what it was to be able to talk to the different tables, the different speakers, ask some questions. And so I'm glad it was a blessing to you guys at Calvary Chapel. Thank you so much, Nathan. And now those that are watching and listening, they can actually take part in case uh, they they felt left out, Nathan. Now they they don't have to, right? <laughs> at least till the end of July. After July, uh, <laughs> we'll have to take it down and they can, but they can order the DVD from our website by then. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Nathan, for taking some time out to share that information with us and also our viewers and our listeners and hope that, that they can also participate and take hold of that in very important message uh, to America. So thank you so much, Nate. And of course, Nathan, you've been taking us also through another very important journey as we have been looking at the future in terms of the economy of the world, what is going to really take place uh, with this uh, great uh, Babylon uh, system and you opened us up there in Revelation chapter uh, 18. Can you recap for us a few things there, Nathan, in the opening verses in case someone was not part of the first segment of our program? Okay, sure. Well, our theme as we go through Revelation is in looking at it from the angel's point of view, I guess you could say that there are 72 references in the New King James Version to angels. God is using angels to, to do his will throughout the book of Revelation. And we get to this section, Revelation 17 and 18, where Revelation 17 were introduced to a one-world religious system uh, defined as a harlot system, a system that betrays the true religion of Jesus Christ, uh, all the nations of the world locking arms, singing Kumbaya, and the Antichrist uh, hates this system, and halfway through the tribulation, he destroys this religious system, he walks into the newly rebuilt temple in Jerusalem, he declares himself to be God, and he expects the world to worship him. Mm -hmm. So in Revelation 17, the first half of the tribulation, we have the religious system that is destroyed. But then we get to Revelation 18, and even though it's called Babylon, it's a, a different topic. His angel comes out. 
a glorious angel. It's, it's a great authority. It might even be Michael the Archangel himself. Right. And he talks about fallen in Babylon the Great. It's a city where the world has committed fornication with her for the purpose of riches. In other words, we're talking about the Antichrist political and economic system over the world. A future where all the world economy is ruled by one capital city and one man, the Antichrist. Mm, amazing. Thank you so much, Nathan. And of course, we talked about, uh, again, the various angels that appear on the scene and the marvelous work that they do behind the scenes. And you also mentioned uh, the warfare that is really taking place, uh, taking part behind these governmental powers, much like what we're feeling in America right now, Nathan, and, and around the world spiritually. And it, it seems like we just, as Christians, cannot win a, a battle lately, doesn't it? I mean, it seems like everything coming out of the government and out of society is nothing but evil and oppressive, and eventually uh, it will be very uh, persecuted, a lot of persecution against Christians coming. But it's all setting up, because we know that the nation states as they are today will not exist. The Bible says that eventually the Antichrist will rule the world, all the nations will be part of his empire, except for Israel, and he has to trample Israel, and he fights Israel through most of the tribulation. And we're seeing that today, brother. We're seeing a real push uh, by world countries to want to join a one-world global system. Our, our own President Obama is very much a globalist, and he even said last week how we're getting close to it. We're not there yet, but we're getting close to a one-world global system. We're also seeing how Israel continues to buck that system right. and refuse to be part of it. We see that uh, the world is crying out for a world leader to fix its problems. And brother, we're getting very close to the point where once the God is taken uh, by the rapture through Jesus Christ, the Christians off this planet, the world will plunge into the chaos, both spiritually and economically. They'll cry out for a world leader to fix the problems. And then we see here the Antichrist creates a kingdom which the Bible compares to Babylon. Mm. Excellent. And Nathan, I always notice verse 4, and there's a call there, and uh, that's what you uh, left us in the, in our previous program. Would you be able to read verse 4 of uh, Revelation 18, Nate? Sure. Well, we've got this mighty angel coming out and declaring the end of Babylon. And verse 4 reads, And I heard another voice from heaven, and I believe this, this might be even Jesus himself, saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, unless you receive of her plague. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Render her just as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works. In the cup that she has mixed, mixed double for her. In the measure that she glorified herself, and lived in luxuriously in the same measure, give her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as a queen and am no widow. I will not see sorrow. Therefore her plague will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she'll be utterly burned with fire, strong is the Lord God who judges her. Woo! That is an incredible passage. You know, Nate, I oftentimes uh, look up verse 14, and I always take that for me personally, even though I know I'm not going to be here in the time of the tribulation, almost like a call to the God's people to come out of the worldly systems, right? Well, some people have made some modern connections. Obviously, Babylon, historically, was in Iraq. And with ISIS marching around and killing all the Christians, someone said, well, is this a tribulation, are we in the tribulation? I mean, we're seeing an evil empire, or trying to become an empire, killing the Christians and making the Christians come out of her. And uh, I think what we're seeing today, obviously, we're not in the tribulation. Right. But we're seeing a prelude of what it will be like during the tribulation when the Antichrist cannot stand to have competing religions. So he tries to destroy 
the revived church, which we call those who are members of the tribulation saints, and the Jewish people who refuse to bow to the Antichrist. Excellent. And so we have these two systems fighting against the Antichrist system, and God, I believe this is Jesus Christ talking from heaven because of my people. You're right, right. calling his people to come out of this evil uh, political system. Nathan, and that's why I really believe that there's a call to America today, much like a lot of these great men of God are, are making a call to America and to the Christians in America not to follow the worldly systems, not to get sucked into what the media is putting forth, but we need to be separate. We need to be different in the world. We do. As Christians, we're supposed to be, as the Bible says, salt and light. In other words, salt brings faith, flavor, and light brings guidance. And we bring the salt and light of Jesus Christ to the world. And so during this time period, it's, matter of fact, this is the darkest time period in human history, the tribulation, the yeah. seven-year time period. And by the end of the tribulation, it's the darkest that the planet has ever seen. It makes the flood look mild by comparison. It's so evil, so dark. And there are people who are get saved during the tribulation. And That's they're right. the ones that Jesus is calling out of come out of them. Don't get swept up into money, the love of money. Don't get swept up into luxury. Don't sell your soul for these things like these people have with Babylon. That's right. Wow, Nathan, what a great way to put it. I think, Nathan, it's just a great call uh, to Christians, man, that we need to wake up and we need to recognize what is coming. I mean, we see the development of that right now, right in our faces, and it seems that people are so uh, confused and also, they're being so distracted with what's being lured in front of their eyes when it comes to uh, the economy and supposedly, uh, I mean, most people today, they're, they're in, in so much uh, uh, economic debt uh, that it's just incredible, Nathan, because of, of the, the love of money. And we know that this whole, I think you call it this beast system, it's all going to come crashing down. It will. Uh, I believe that the Bible points out that there'll be an economic crash. Uh, global, it's inevitable that we're, not only each country, but each individual is so loaded down with debt that they can barely function. And you can't have three times more debt than there's actually money on the planet. Yes. And so eventually, we will see a global collapse. And I think it's, it's actually being pushed towards that. I mean, why are we spending like fiends and thinking there's no tomorrow, no due date for the bills? And the reason is that when you upheave a world economically, you can rebuild it into whatever you want. And that's what the Antichrist will do. Mm, excellent point. So Nathan, here we see there's a call there. And we also notice uh, verse 6, that there's justice. Render to her just as she rendered to you and repay her double according uh, to her works in a cup which she has a mixed uh, and mixed double to her. So God is a just God and he's going to bring uh, judgment on the wicked world. Well, we see that the, the definition of Babylon, Babylon throughout the Bible is this, an evil place. It's always yes. considered evil. Now, there are some verses, uh, especially in uh, uh, Isaiah 13, which says that the Babylon, the city we read in the Old Testament, would never be rebuilt again. So I, I'm not saying this is a rebuilt Babylon in Iraq. We don't know what the Antichrist capital will be. It could be Rome, it could be Jerusalem, some say the New York City. Right. Uh, we don't know, but we do know that this his capital city is about to get destroyed. And it brings hope to people. Because remember, the Christians are suffering terribly exactly. during this time period. And they need hope. And before we get to Revelation 19, where we get Armageddon, that the angels and Jesus Christ are giving, through John, hope. 
that this system will end. Evil will not continue on forever. We suffer under it today, but there will be a time where evil will be taken off this planet. Nathan, what a wonderful word of encouragement for those that are watching and those that are listening. Again, you're tuning into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're looking here at Revelation chapter 18, uh, this mighty angel's proclamation of the fall of Babylon. And I love that, Nathan, that hope that you just offered. There is so much tragedies happening even in our world right now, but there is hope in the future for those that continue to trust in Christ Jesus. Exactly. The Bible prophecy is a study in hope. There's a lot of terrible things, but we know that the end result for evil is destruction. Yes. In fact, it's interesting, uh, we were reading here in verse 7 how evil uh, Babylon was saying, I sit as a queen and I'm no widow, I will not see sorrow. So the evil system of today, Satan, the satanic system, crazy enough, Satan's got the Bible, he's been reading it for thousands of years, right. and he cannot believe the ending. He cannot <laughs> take seriously the fact that he will lose, he will be... Uh, sent to hell one day, and uh, yet this evil system run by the Antichrist and has the human governments underneath it believe that it will never see sorrow, never see destruction, and yet God destroys it, says in verse 8, in one day. In one day, wow. the Antichrist kingdom will come crashing down around us. And Nathan, you know what? And I believe that uh, that's a word there in what happened to America in the economy in 2008. In one day, people lost everything and people were because they didn't have a great foundation in God many were committed suicide right Nathan and, and people fell apart and we come to recognize that is why it's so important for people to trust in the Lord because even when everything seems to be falling apart Nathan we know whom we trusted in exactly fact, when the stock market did crash in uh, 2008 it's interesting that it dropped in one day 777 points wow the number of God now I don't know if you can try to explain in a way the coincidence, but the fact that it dropped the same number as the number of God, to me, says that God was trying to wake us up. God's always trying to wake us up. He doesn't want to destroy us. No. He continuously gives us remedial judgments so that we will repent and return to a right relationship with God. And right now, brother, America is experiencing tremendous remedial judgments, but we're just not waking up. We're no. not repenting. We're not returning to the Lord. And eventually, the remedial judgments will stop end up facing destruction. And I believe the destruction of the United States' future and every nation in the world's future is to be consumed by the Antichrist world government. Yes. You know, Nathan, sad to say, I came to this country in 1976 uh, before the celebration of the Bicentennial. A few months before that I came to this country, I was around 10 years old. And uh, man, how this country has changed, Nathan, from then to now. I was writing a little booklet called The Fading America. And just showing when I came to this country till now, the great difference in, in this country. And you're right, it's just that our focus has been money, power, supposedly the, uh, the materialistic. And yet, in one day, all that hope is going to be on the floor. Yes, it's sad to see how much our country has changed and how the very things that built the United States to be the power it is to have the blessing of the Lord, the country seems to want to destroy we want to destroy our religious freedom. We want to destroy freedom of speech. We want to destroy capitalism. What? That's insane. We're going to destroy our own country. And yet it seems like when, you, when a, you're inflamed with evil, as Romans 1 says, that you're given over to a reprobate mind, that the inevitable result is suicide. We are committing suicide as a nation because of our sins. And the end result is a weak, uh, 
confirmed country that will give its power over to a one world government. Yes. That's what the Bible says. I'm not making this up. I don't want this to happen. But inevitably, that's what's supposed to happen. Yes, and Nathan, we, we need to recognize that this is why everyone watching and listening, we always want to encourage you and say to you urgent, the urgency, recognize the urgency in, in making sure that you know the Lord, that, you're, that you have a, a firm foundation because we see that as we have in our coins in, in God we trust, no longer we're seeing it's more in money we trust. And we need to once again firmly trust in God only and not on our president or the economy or what this nation uh, supposedly is going to do for us, but only Jesus Christ has the answer uh, for eternity, right, Nathan? Well said. I mean, the whole fall of Babylon the Great is about her wealth. I mean, again and again, it talks about how the countries of the nations of the world committed fornication. In other words, uh, a sexual sin, a breaking of a marriage bond or trust with this kingdom for the purpose of money, for luxury, for goods. We're selling our souls for trinkets. Yes. Wow, what a great way to put it, Nathan. We're selling our souls to iPhones and yeah. <laughs> iWatches, and it's trinkets. You know, it's like going to the dollar store. Man, I was down in Gallatin Beach a few weeks ago, and I went to one of those surf shops. And you know those surf shops are right. filled with junk, right? You know, t-shirts <laughs> and, and knickknacks and stuff like that. And can you imagine selling your soul for a bunch of dollar store junk? Yeah. And that's exactly what the world's done. You know, they, they're willing to take a short-term benefit of living it up now, then an eternal. When I say eternal, I mean forever. The forever benefit of living under the riches of Jesus Christ. Not just mm -hmm. physical riches, there will be that living in, in the New Jerusalem, but the spiritual riches of being connected with our one and only true Creator. That is the true riches, our relationship with and we're selling it for junk. And you know, Nathan, and that is so sad. And, and this whole uh, um, foundation that people are building, uh, uh, all they're hoping, like the Bible says, in one day, I mean, can you think about that you're working for 30, 40, 50 years? That has been your God, that has been your focus. And then the Bible says, in one day, all that is gone. And one day people are going to wake up and recognize, wow, I wasted uh, all my resources and time and opportunities and that's why anyone watching will listen listen you have an opportunity now to turn to Christ to reinvest your life your spiritual welfare in the things that do matter it's never too late right Nathan it's never too late well it's never too late until the rapture comes and then that's right uh, we're out of here we're gone Christians are off this planet and then it is too late because you're living in a tribulation or we all die brother there's a time I had a, one of my best friends in high school his mother was cooking dinner, and she slipped on some water and banged her head on the counter, oh. broke her neck, and she died. You know, just just like that. And so we never know when we're going to die either. So once you're dead, that's it. <laughs> there, there's no second chance. So uh, now's the time to accept Jesus Christ. There's no purpose in delaying. That's absolutely right. And again, if you're watching and listening, if you don't have a relationship with the Lord, open your heart to Him. Call on the Lord, like Romans chapter 10 says. And you will be saved through faith. God's grace will be poured out on your whole, on your heart, and you will be changed, and you will be transformed. And so, Nate, I know that our time goes very quickly. So, I want to thank you so much for opening up these scriptures to us. And again, there in verse eight, uh, we see that uh, the utterly destruction of this economic uh, system. And then we see again, uh, as it, it, it says, and she will be utterly burned with fire. For strong is the Lord 
who judges her and utterly means, I mean, nothing left, right? Right. Whatever the, the system, either the capital or the entire system, God destroys it. And he destroys it in one day, and he uses fire, and it's God himself. So um, we're talking maybe a big flaming comet or a meteor or right. fire from heaven. I don't know. By then, people will be so used to seeing supernatural <laughs> disasters that, but... You know, Satan thinks he's so powerful and yeah. mankind thinks we're so impenetrable and yet all God does is in one day it's gone. Well, Just like Damascus gets destroyed in according to Isaiah 17 and Jeremiah 49 that one day the capital of Syria will be destroyed by Israel in one day and one evening. Again the world will see the Antichrist kingdom being destroyed in one day and one evening just before the battle of Armageddon. Excellent point, Nathan. And we see again, God is a righteous God and he will judge uh, people for their wickedness and their sins. And, and even though we only have about uh, not that, that much time left to our second segment of the program, can you continue bringing us through here? Because we notice again, just again, what God is saying to the nations and, and what what's coming. Well, as it goes on, it's more about lamenting. Uh, again, the angels said the last, or the world, excuse me, uh, the people will weep and wail at the destruction, all their money is gone, and they'll say, alas, alas, the great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come, so it's not just today, but now we know that the Lord destroys the kingdom right. in just one hour, and it goes on to say how the merchants of the earth weep and wail, and gives a long list of all the stuff that, that the money, the the oil, the wine, the wheat, the shipping, and also the sale of the bodies and souls of men. This means slavery will return again in the tribulation, and all these people will cry out that all the wealth of the world that came through Babylon will be gone. And so, believe me, what is like this great city? Verse 18, they'll throw dust on their heads, they'll weep and they'll wail, because in one hour Babylon was made desolate. And then, verse 20, make the comparison. Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. Mm. Wow, what an excellent uh, exhortation there, Nathan. And we, and we see, again, that all the things that people put their trust in minutes and in hours is all going to be gone. Uh, but yet, there's a call, right, to rejoice uh, over heaven. I love that. And, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged And, and that, I love that because God doesn't forget all the things that are happening. It's not like God is blindsided uh, by the, the corruption of the world, but he says to those that trust and rejoice because the time will come, right, Nathan, where true justice is going to be uh, administered in this world. Oh, that, wasn't that incredible? True justice. Aren't we so tired of corrupt, powerful yes. justice uh, that seems to favor legal loopholes and let criminals go free, let evil flourish, but in this time period, all that evil finally be put down by God himself. Praise the Lord. Amen. I love it. And Nathan, of course, we want to encourage anyone watching and listening, man, to continue to read through uh, the book of Revelation as we see, again, just these incredible proclamations of God's mighty angel of what's coming. But there's always hope there in the future for those that turn to Christ. And we want to encourage any of you watching and listening, again, our lines will be open, 305-992-9537 or 321-END-TIME, 321-363. 8463. If you don't know the Lord, if you want to uh, if you want to start a relationship with Him, we would love to share with you how you can uh, start that relationship with the Lord and have security in your future and your eternal life uh, in Jesus Christ. So Nathan, again, as we look at this incredible passage, I know our time is pretty much up, but I want to thank you so much for uh, just highlighting for us 
this incredible passage. And I know chapter 17 was a difficult one, right, Nathan? One of the most difficult in the whole Bible. Chapter 18 is actually a, a little bit better, uh, right, Nate? Because um, we see here that much of this has to do with what we're seeing uh, lining up today. And you know what, Nate, also just real quick here, uh, I really like this book by uh, Tim LaHaye. It's called Charting uh, the... Uh, end times we're going to encourage anyone that is watching or listening you can check it out and, and he kind of highlights the seven dooms uh, of Babylon much like you just shared with us and he talks about doom number one uh, devoid of human life and two uh, burned with fire talking about the system and three destroyed in one hour like you shared with us Nate four people afraid uh, to enter her borders and five riches brought to nothing six violently overthrown and seven all activity is ceased uh, and that's exactly uh, the, what you brought us through Nathan in, in seven quick steps in, in what the Bible says is going to happen uh, to this system any closing thoughts Nate there regarding uh, what we were talking about I think it should give people great hope that even in this dark time you know that God is the ultimate victory and we can wait expectantly hopefully and prayerfully for that inevitable victory that we will share. Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Nate. And we want to thank those of you that are watching and listening. Again, you're tuning into the Truth Will Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones, as we've been looking at Revelation chapter 18, the doom and fall of Babylon. Nathan, my bro, thank you so much for being part of the first and second segment of our program. And I hope you have an awesome week. You too, brother. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you so much, Nathan. And we also want to thank all of you that have been watching and listening to our program. Thank you for your prayers. Our time is pretty much up. But remember, keep your eyes on Jesus. He is coming very soon. He loves you, and he has a wonderful plan for your life. Have a great day and a great week. May the Lord bless you.